This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back from the break, and I hope you did not go get a young blood injection while I was while I was taking a short laboratory break, ladies and gentlemen. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. Let's continue with this article here, folks, because we've got a lot to cover. We just ended with... Uh, the article talking about clinical trials of these young blood injections going on on uh, in the United States on humans and even more advanced studies in China and Korea. It says right here, folks, that, let's see, considering the science fiction promise of parabiosis, the studies have received notably little fanfare, but Thiel has been watching closely. Ooh, he's like a peeping Tom on the Youngblood injections. It says uh, right here, folks, teal and ambrosia. And I've mentioned this to you before. Ambrosia is a Greek mythology term for the concoction that the gods drank for immortality. Okay? Just so you know, that's what he decided to name his company. Palantir actually comes from Lord of the Rings. He always has these really creepy names uh, for his companies, but they're fitting for a man who's a creep. It says right here in Monterey, California, about 120 miles from San Francisco, a company called Ambrosia recently commenced one of the trials, one of the trials we just talked about, titled Young Donor Plasma Transfusion and Age-Related Biomarkers. It's the name of this study, this trial. It has a simple protocol. Healthy participants age 35 and older get a transfusion of blood plasma from donors under 25. And researchers monitor their their blood over the next two years for molecular indicators of health and aging. The study is patient-funded. Participants who range in age from late 30s through 80s, must pay $8,000 to take part and live in or travel to Monterey for treatments and follow-up assessments. Ambrosia's founder, the Stanford-trained physician Jesse uh, Carmazan, has been studying aging for more than a decade. He became interested in launching a company around parabiosis after seeing impressive data from animals and studies conducted abroad in humans. In one trial after another, subjects experience a reversal of aging symptoms across every major organ system. While the 
mechanisms at play aren't totally understood, he said. Young organisms' blood not only contains all sorts of proteins that improve cell function, somehow it also prompts the recipient's body to increase its production of those proteins. Now, you have to look at this as sort of what um, Ray Kurzweil explained, that we keep going back to, but since he's sort of the godfather of this ideology, it's important to always go back to his plans. And so his plans were to keep his body alive and well enough through vitamins and minerals and injections. The guy actually gets injections um, into his bloodstream to try to stay young. So when you take that coupled with uh, scientific experiments and advancements in technology like this, they're trying to keep themselves young long enough to get to the phase where they put the nanobots inside their body to repair their cells. Again, this is their words, not mine. This is their words, this is their technology, and we're going to get into that stuff as well, nanobots in the bloodstream, because although the mainstream media and the blue check marks on Twitter uh, tried to tell you that you were a crazy conspiracy theorist for even thinking that possibly these technocratic madmen in our governments may or may not have injected nanobots into our friends and family's bodies as some kind of a trial. Well, the technology's there. They actually can inject nanobots into one's body. So <laughs> it may or may not have happened during the COVID jabs and boosters, but the technology is there, so it's not a stretch. It's not... A conspiracy theory, it's actually technology that these people are developing. The article goes on to say, quote, the effects seem to be almost permanent, end quote. He says, quote, it's almost like there's a resetting of gene expression, end quote. While Ambrosia advertised the study to attract participants, it didn't seek broader coverage. So Carmazin was somewhat surprised to get a message from Jason Cam, chief medical officer at Thiel Capital, who expressed interest in what the company was doing. Carmazin said he hasn't reached out to any investors. I'd really like to talk about what the business model would be. Okay, so this is the beginning uh, where Peter Thiel is getting interested in this company ambrosia right which he did end up investing in now if you want to go look it up just look up peter thiel ambrosia and you will get more information on that i may eventually do a longer more detailed deep dive into it but i don't think we have to because the purpose is i want you to see what this guy is involved in at the same time that he is giving money to the Singularity Institute, which is Singularity, Ray Kurzweil's merger of man and machine, while he's speaking at the Singularity Summit, while he is invested in artificial intelligence and transhumanist technology like Lars Butler's AI Foundation, which we've covered extensively. Now look, here's a New York Post piece from last year, July 2021, inside the billionaire-funded fight to conquer aging and cheat death. 
It says right here, some billionaires are trying to conquer space. Others maintain a more earthbound ambition to outsmart the Grim Reaper. Ah! And deep-pocketed age hackers are putting their money where their mouths are. Larry Ellison, chairman of the software giant Oracle, has donated around $500,000 to anti-aging research. Google co-founder Larry Page helped fund Calico, a lab that describes itself as wanting to better understand the biology that controls aging and lifespan. Meanwhile, Peter Thiel, the entrepreneur behind PayPal and everything else, was an early investor in Unity Biology, which is devising therapeutics to delay aging-related diseases at the cellular level. Okay, so you see a lot of these billionaires, and there's Teal, right, invested in another company, Unity Biotechnology. So Thiel has his hands deep in this anti-aging technology, this quest for immortality, and openly promotes the idea of merging, of merging man and machine through singularity, which he's been backing for a long time folks i'm going to bring up this short clip from a panel that peter was involved with where he talks publicly about christianity and transhumanism let me play this maybe this will help you out a little bit make you understand a little bit more about Peter Thiel and who he is and why he is on our radar here at the Dustin Gold Standard. Here we go. And now this is from the Veritas Forum, veritas.org. If you want to know a little bit about them, you can go over to veritas.org here. Let me pull it up quickly. Uh, They're um, exploring the ideas that shape our lives. You were made to wrestle with big ideas and be changed by them. Join the conversation. The university is a time and place designed for seeking truth. And so they offer opportunities for students and faculty explore ideas that shape our lives. And so they have these um, panel discussions. And so Neil's been there at least once, I think, a couple of times. But let me play this clip, and then uh, we'll discuss it. I think the thing that's, that is striking on the sort of transhumanist versus Christian thing is how similar they are. And so I I think you... Okay, let's pause that and roll it back for a second. I want you to really hear what he says, okay? That is striking on the sort of transhumanist versus Christian thing is how similar they are. Transhumanist versus Christian thing and how similar they are. How similar they are. And you've heard me rant about this, folks. Transhumanism is just a fancy sort of bumper sticker slogan name for anti-humanism. If you are trying to genetically modify and alter the DNA of a human to make it, quote unquote, better, more perfect, more streamlined, then you are engineering humanity out of existence you yourself are saying that humanity is imperfect and you want to try to make it perfect although i've heard ray kurzweil and others argue we're not trying to make the case for perfection no 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 we're not trying to make the case for perfection 
But as you hear, he's saying transhumanism and Christianity are very similar. Transhumanism involves utilizing technologies like artificial intelligence, mind uploading, the merger of man and machine through brain chip interfaces like Neuralink to plug your head into some internet cloud, some AI hive mind, some sort of metaverse digital matrix prison. And then genetically modifying the body using DNA, modifying injection shots, putting nanobots inside the bloodstream, and eventually pulling your mind out of your head and putting it into a robot suit. The transhumanists tie right into those that are doing geoengineering, spraying our planet, those genetically modifying our foods and the animals that are out there. They want to upload software into everything and control everything down to the last blade of grass and to the last little annoying gnat flying around your ear while you're sweating on a hiking trip. These guys are not pro-human. And now you're going to see Peter explain why he believes that transhumanism and Christianity are also similar. Well, Christianity would be based on the idea of a God, of a creator, who created all of us and everything. Transhumanists believe they can hijack humanity, pirate natural life, and hack our human souls. Does that sound like someone who would be Christian in any way whatsoever ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on Ping.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break. And we are just getting into this clip of Peter Thiel explaining why he believes that transhumanism and Christianity are all so similar. Why anti-humanism, which would be anti-God, anti-creator, is so similar so similar to the concept of humans taking hold of human evolution and the technocratic god wannabes like himself can hack humanity as Yuval Noah Harari professes constantly that they can just hack humanity take control of it build a better being better than god or the creator did And so he's going to explain that. I restarted the clip. Let's just watch it from the beginning so we can talk about what Thiel, this madman, is saying. I think the thing that is striking on the sort of transhumanist versus Christian thing is how similar they are. And so I I think you can can sort of point to metaphysical differences, but... uh, but uh, the thing that sort of is always striking is you're going to have a transformed body. Uh, you know, there's going to be this radical transformation of the way everything works. There will be no more random freak accidents that happen to kill you. Um, and, uh, and so I think it's actually the similarities that are, 
that are striking, and then uh, one shouldn't try to overlay some uh, some metaphysical difference. And okay, 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 okay. Let's pause there. Let's pause there. Let's take a deep breath. Let's process what he just said. So what he's making the case for here is that Christianity and transhumanism are the same. There's some metaphysical differences, but in general, they're the same because they're promising sort of this concept of immortality, this concept of everything will be okay as you transcend. And so what he's doing, folks, if, if you don't see... Uh, now, again, like I'm not here as someone making the case for Christianity or, you know, evangelicalism or Catholicism or whatever. I, I, that's not what the purpose of this is. The purpose is that there are some people like myself, and I'm not going to get into my personal religious views, but my view overall is that there is some God, there is a creator, something more powerful than me or any man who created the galaxy, who created the planets, who created the earth, who created nature, who created our bodies, who created a bumblebee, who made everything work in sync. The way our ecosystem works is so, everything is so perfect Without one thing in your body, other things can't work. Without one thing in nature, other things can't work. And so something created this. And whether that be God or aliens or whatever, something created it that's more powerful than myself or more powerful than any man or woman walking on the face of the planet. I happen to believe that because when I go on a hike and I climb up to the top of a mountain, and I look down, it is mind-blowing, and I know that man cannot build that or create that. The other thing that when you look at it from the outside, looking in at these technocrats, at Elon Musk, at Peter Thiel, at Ray Kurzweil, at Dennis Bushnell, at any of these people, is you can see, especially in that clip of Thiel, the God complex Obviously, you can see it in Yuval Noah Harari because he's so brazen, he's so bold. But the very idea that they believe, whether the story of heaven is real or fake or whatever, he's already acknowledging that the story is real, the concept is real, because he's trying to compare and sell transhumanism as the same thing. Well, this idea that God, a creator, created everything. Now, if these guys were the gods that they believe they are, they would be able to snap their fingers and create something magical out of nothingness. As Deepak Chopra likes to say, oh, nothingness, everything is nothingness, everything is nothingness except when you buy my books and you download my apps and you read my website and I make ad revenue. Everything is nothingness, nothing matters. Well, he's full of it. And so is Theo, because if these guys were all so powerful, they would not have to have, okay, ready for this? They would not have to have all of this fake government monopoly funny money 
that gets pushed into their pockets so that they could go around and buy off all the MIT, all the Stanford engineers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at Peter Thiel alone and the Thiel Fellowship, which we'll touch on a little more tonight, but I've already showed you that in a couple of examples. He is buying off college kids to drop out and come basically work for him under a fellowship, creating all kinds of crazy technologies that are going to help power the prison planet metaverse, AI, transhumanism, and technocracy. And then he gets to be the first investor to jump into these companies and take control of them, usually packages it up with some CIA NQTEL money, and then he gets government contracts and uh, puts humans out of business. So why would these guys, if they're gods, right, if they think they're gods and their idea of transhumanism is the same as Christianity, they are promising you, he's telling you, they are promising you what Christianity promises you. So therefore, they believe they're gods. But if they were gods, they could snap their fingers and in seven days create a whole new galaxy. They wouldn't have to have an army of minions using the government funny money. Engineers and scientists and doctors and such trying to hack and hijack and pirate everything that God or the creator or whatever it was already built. They would not have to try to hijack human evolution. They would just snap their fingers and create a human out of thin air. They would not have to try to inject young blood from one human into their old blood body. No, because they could snap their fingers and be immortal. They're not gods. They try to act like gods. They want to be gods, but they are obviously not gods because everything they're doing is about hijacking humanity. Everything they're doing is about pirating natural life. Everything they're doing is about hacking genetic code, about tapping into and pirating your mind. Everything they're doing is based around their stupid technology. Do I think what they're trying to build is possible? Yes, I do. I've read enough about it. I understand enough about the basics of this technology. Do I think they're going to be able to recreate themselves inside of a new, fresh biological body? Like, say they grow a baby in the lab who has a brain, but it's blank, and they upload their brain into the baby, and then that becomes them, and they can live another 90 years. Do I believe that they could take their brain and download it into a computer chip and a robot and walk around? No, I don't. Because unlike Yuval Noah Harari, I actually believe that people have a soul. I believe that is what makes us unique. I believe that that's what makes me think one way and you think another. I believe that's what makes us love, what makes us argue. They could explain it away. But inside us, we are an individual because we have a soul. There's something that they're not going to be able to put inside of their robot bodies. I don't think when Deepak Chopra uploads his brain to the cloud and unleashes his mind twin AI uh, deepfake 
Chopra app, which I played around with last night, that that has a soul. I think it's just a digital copy of Deepak. And even if they download or upload his entire brain back and forth to different things, I think they have not cracked the secret to the soul. And so the reason why they're trying to extend their lives and their lifespan, like Kurzweil said, is because they have to get to a point where they crack the code. And even though they played with DNA and they played, these are all physical things. They can't figure out what the soul is. Maybe it's because they don't have one. Maybe that is what is lacking in these people, that they are not happy with where they are in life. That no matter how much power, how much influence, how much money they have, no matter how smart they may be, how book smart they may be, how good they are at playing politics and making money, no matter the billions that they have, they can just walk away, buy an island, live on it. They are not happy because they're empty inside. You know people like that in your personal life. People that are always complaining, no matter how much they have, they always seem to be so ungrateful. They seem to be so unhappy they just need to keep buying things, more materialistic junk. These guys love to acquire companies. They love power. They love control. They get kids to drop out of college, to come work in their fellowship. Then they put them out in the world to push forward their technocratic agenda. See, the other side of the game that's going on right now with these people, as they're trying to become gods, as they're trying to control all the data, this big data war, as these guys like to go out and provoke real wars and get people to kill each other. See, the other part of these people, the other side of the coin, as they're trying to harness life extension for themselves to reach the point where they could really crack the code to figuring out how they can live forever, part of also playing God with the God complex that they have is controlling others, is putting others into indentured servitude, and putting others into a life of slavery, locking us down into a prison planet, forcing us into the COVID land high school theater production. And so part of why I believe, in my opinion, they're going to put a brain chip possibly in your head or some kind of nanobots in your body is they're testing the technology for themselves on us. We are the guinea pigs. But at the same time, they are developing a slave technology where they keep us locked down. They're going to keep some of us alive, probably not all, these guys do have the formulas to figure out sustainability, climate change, pollution for how they need to keep the planet going. They do have the ability to know how many humans they need alive for us to inhale and exhale. We're basically filters for the environment. Oxygen, and then we breathe out, right? That's what they need us for. They have figured out how to utilize our brain's energy to create power for this AI high mind. They figured out how to store big data on our DNA as hard drives. So we will serve a purpose to them. But this is all part of their God complex. And you saw it there with Thiel. I've showed you some very important quotes from Thiel over the last couple of days. But that one is fantastic. Because he sits there and makes the case that transhumanism, 
and Christianity are essentially the same. They promise the same. There's some tiny metaphysical differences, but in reality, they're both offering transcendence into sort of this immortal, eternal life. And so he puts himself on the level of God. So just add that to your list of things about Theo. When he claims he is a Christian, he is a complete and total fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're understanding this. When we come back, there's a whole lot more. This is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 